Welcome back to the 4A Baseball Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is our first episode of June, which means we actually go back to April and May, and we run it back with some All-Stars. There's also a day in March in there. Pretty excited. We get to see if there's going to be any continuation between the two months, or we got some new contenders on the board. We got Tom back with us today, but Stavs, how are you? I'm much better than Tom. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about baseball. Uh, Tom, you've been uh, in the Turkey for a while, uh, so how are you feeling about talking baseball? I, um, if you don't remember the last time I was on the podcast, we were uh, all joking about how the Giants were tied with the Nationals um, for one of the worst teams in baseball. Uh, And since that has happened, since my trip has happened, the Giants, uh, you know, slipped into the playoffs and then slipped out of the playoffs. But the Nats fell down far. And also the Dodgers are now out of the uh, NL West uh, crown. Brad, you look like you need to say something. What's going on? You got back on the 30th. Of yes, of, yes, okay, yes, okay. So the Giants now have a losing record with Tom back in the United States. I need to leave. I need to, leave. <laughs> I need to go back to Turkey. Uh, so Tom is a uh, curse for the Giants. I think we figured that out. Good job, Stevs. Sure. Conclusion. What was that? Ten years ago? Ten seasons ago? Equals causation. Uh, this one was the 2010. So uh, 15 seasons ago, 14. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. So, you know, entire careers ago. So we're going to kick it off. We're heading back to the AL, AL catchers, where last month, Jonah Heim took the reins of catcher from Adley Rushman. Stevs, you were the one that voted for Rushman. Where do you fall this month? Yeah, I'm still with Rushman. Um, I think under the hood, he's better, in my opinion. Uh, and then over the hood, he is just still, that, that he's still better. Uh pulling up his stats connor wong oh i have the rookies still <laughs> Adley, adley's defense Don't has go. been surprisingly mediocre this season um that's fair i'll give you that and that has kind of caught me off guard jonah heim somehow having almost nine defensive wars is uh pretty crazy it kind of takes away from the fact that maybe he isn't the best hitter on this this list of catchers but i still think i'm gonna go with jonah heim just because we do value defense here we do value defense Defense um, with I want, catchers. I want to give. I want to give. I want to give a valuable mention, uh, an honorable mention to uh, Salvador Perez. I think he will gate some votes just because he's been really good at hitting. Um, defense still not there for him. Uh, he's on the older side, so not really a WAR type of player, WAR accumulator. But he has definitely been one of, if not the best, hitting catchers uh, on this list. So the two players are, are extremely comparable, right? And I definitely agree with Tom's point. Defense, especially from a catching from the catcher, is extremely important. But I think just kind of as of what Adley is doing with the Orioles is kind of his impact on the Orioles is more important than Jonah Himes on the Rangers. So I, I disagree with that because okay. Jonah Heim was a staple in their lineup when Corey Seager was out for a month and a half. The Rangers have yielded off the Astros and are continuing to do so. And the first two months of the season, he held a 118 WRC plus, only 17 points lower than Rutschman, had a higher war total. He Neither of them were above average blockers, but Jonah Heim was the best framer in baseball. And Adley Rutschman is negative in terms of caught stealing. Jonah Heim is aggressively average. So when the only thing you can pair the two against one another is framing and one's below average and one's the best in baseball, you got to take the one that's well above average. And that's fair. When I looked yesterday, Adley had a higher war 
I mean, pretty much if Adley Rushman could could get his defensive war up, he would be the clear choice. I mean, he's got more than double um, offensive war as Jonah Heim, but Jonah Heim is probably one of the best in baseball at that position now. So get your money up. Jonah Heim, baby. Uh, and then AL first base, three, two, one, Yandy Diaz. Yandy Diaz, a bit of a delay there. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Rizzo was on the come up. Anthony Rizzo was on the come up, but uh, he's not there at all. Uh, Yandy nope. clears. Like If it wasn't for a couple individuals that you might hear about later, I feel like he would be in the MVP discussion. Like right now, he is probably finishing top five in AL MVP. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that he's a first baseman does hit him a little bit. Um, but he's probably the best bat in the AL or one of the best bats in the AL. Um, just the fact that he doesn't play a, a good defensive position definitely hurts him in that conversation. He, he play a, um, (laughs) then we've had two ties to kick it off, but I think we're finally going to have a change when we go to second baseman. I did have an honorable mention. Who's not going to win. I just want to shout it out. Zach McKinstry of the Detroit Tigers. Um, we did a segment on him a couple weeks ago, but he's like in, well, I think he's in like the 90 some odd percentile and expected Woba on the Detroit Tigers. Uh, that's not what you expect from the Tigers. He's in the 93rd percentile and 832 OPS. The defense is well above average, but I think there is someone that's a little bit better. Does he qual- wait? Does he qualify as a second baseman? Yeah. He's not here on my, on my list, but. I mean, it's he just Marcus popped Simeon. up on mine. He wasn't there yesterday when I was looking through, but he popped up on mine today. Zach McKinstry. How many games has he started at second? I'm That's not what sure. I'm going to right now. He has started. 23. Yeah. That's not enough, I don't think, to consider him a second baseman. Well, for at least well, he's started there the most out of any position. Yeah. yeah. So. I think I think for fan graphs there's a, th- a certain threshold you have to hit, but I think he's more of a utility guy. But still very honorable valuable. mention. Honorable mention. Stevs, who who's the who's the second baseman? Uh, I went with Semyon. Yeah, uh, I feel yeah. like that's like just yeah. the safest bet. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's bet two ninety five as a two point six WAR, um, positive in both offensive and defensive WAR. So I I mean I feel like it's just a pretty safe bet. I do like Zach McKinstry though, and I think of the Tigers, he's most likely do you think he's most likely to probably get on the team or would you go with uh what's the pitcher's name eduardo rodriguez eduardo well he rodriguez. just got a finger injury he's on the 15 day okay he's using it a little bit too much um <laughs> then yeah zach mckinstry probably is the most likely and i feel like marcus Semyon under the hood if we're projecting it's not that pleasant, but even in his yeah. really good 2021 campaign, he was still outperforming his expected stats significantly. So maybe he's just one of those chronic overperformers. And he also plays good defense too. So yeah, he does play. Really he's going to be stacking up war regardless. Yeah, and he's walking 10% of the time. He's hitting the ball still decently hard. Not I mean, nothing fantastic. Doesn't strike out. Good job, Marcus Simmon. You've won May and April. Third base, another repeat. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I do want to give an honorable mention to Josh Jung before we talk about Matt Chapman, but I do think, I think Josh Jung has made a decent case for himself. Uh, if you want me to go over some things, he's only second in war. Uh, I will say, uh, Matt Chapman has run away with it quite a bit, but when we're talking about WRC plus, he's two ticks below higher batting average for Stevs. Um, 
more more pop in the bat for sure, but um, just not the same offensive breakout that Matt Chapman had during the first month of the season. I think he definitely slowed down. If we're talking about solely a May performance, I think maybe Josh Chung might actually take it. But as of right now, Matt Chapman, just because of that, that really strong month of April, uh, just edges it just beats him out a little bit. Yeah, he's edging him just a little bit. Um, Matt Chapman. He's posting his highest career WRC plus with a 375 Woba, which again would also be a career best. Um, this looks like a career for Matt Chapman. The defense is a little bit lower, but you know what? I feel like if you're regressing his elite defense a little bit and giving him a little bit more offense, it's a trade that the Blue Jays would take off would take. So especially hitting free agency with not a great class. So good job. You did it. And now fun time. Shortstop in the American League. I I think we might actually agree on this one. There's two guys it comes down to. One has higher war, but the other one's one of the best pure hitters in baseball. And I'm choosing the other one. It's it's Bobachet. Bobachet. Please. Uh I agree. Um yes! Bobachet as well. Um the offense again, his offense is just absolutely incredible. Again, what we talked about is his defense is just lackluster, and it still is. But I mean, 332 average for for me. Uh, 150 WRC plus compared to Wander Franco's 138. That's that's, that's including June. Brad, it's fine. Um, and again, like like Tom said, Wander Franco leads in WAR, but I would take Bobuchet, who gives more offensive pop. Bobuchet might might lead the league in hits. I mean, he is leading the league in hits right now. He might finish the season. <laughs> He might finish the season with 200 hits and 25 home runs uh, while, while actually finishing positive in defensive war for the first time in his career, probably. I, I think this is a clear pick. I, I love Wander Franco, but I, I don't know how you can beat Bobuchet. Brad, I'm assuming you picked Wander, though. Yeah, the defense and a weird one, but stolen bases also really helps because the offense you guys are talking about, Bobuchet has them like leaps and bounds better. It's not a it's not very close but it's not a gigantic gap like it's I mean, yeah. a, it's a good week away from going towards wander franco yeah and the stolen bases have him beat he walks more he strikes out less um he's gotten unlucky with balls in play higher or lower babip than bobachette runs the bases better defense is a lot better and shortstop good defensive position is kind of the up the middle catcher second base shortstop in center field where defense has a pretty big role for me so I'll give it to Wander, but Provachet gets the award. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the outfield. I'm I'm, okay. I'm excited for this. Actually, uh, actually, no, this should not be hard. Okay, let's go with the obvious one first. Let's get him out of the way. Former giant. Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge. Um, who is okay. I have a ridiculously hot take for my third oh, God. one. Oh nah. Oh no. Oh no. Um well let's go over the second one that should all be on our list. It's Randy. Yep. Um Randy yes. should definitely be in the second spot. Brad, go ahead and go ahead and tell us the third one. Kevin Kiermeyer. <laughs> nah, center field. No. Simple. Center fielder, best career year. What if I told you through the month of May, he is a higher WRC plus than Mike Trout? Mike Trout had a, had a pretty lackluster month of May, and I, I mean, still better than Mike Trout. He's putting out five five outs above average in center field. That's the big part. It's not putting it in a corner. He's playing really good center field in Toronto, where they desperately needed outfield defense. He's putting up consistent values, having his best offensive career year. My vote goes to Kevin Kiermaier. Your vote is I wrong. Would, 
I would take a couple players over Kevin Kiermeyer, and by a couple I mean probably ten players over Kevin Kiermeyer. <laughs> uh, Kevin's not even Kevin's not even on the list here uh, when it comes to outfielders and WAR. I, I don't know where his WAR is at, but is, uh, you got to qualify him. He got Hold injured. On. He he got injured, missed about ten games, and is still up there in WAR. He's at one point seven F four on the year. I think that I think this is Kevin Kiermaier's best season. Don't get that twisted. But I just Agreed. think you can't compare him to guys like Mike Trout. I think Cedric Mullins has been actually producing um, on both sides of the ball. Been really good. And on the base. Uh, at stealing bases. No, I mean, it's actually his defensive war has been bad. Do not correct me on that, Brad. I, 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 yeah, I he's, he's somehow been, been like, it was Sebs and I were talking about, I think it was last episode, that he is actually having yeah. his worst defensive year. Yeah. Um, I think Luis Robert uh, also deserves an honorable mention. He's I was looking at guy. him. Yeah. Um, he's extremely streaky. He decided to just give up, um, for a good two weeks there and then just come back. And he's like, I'm back, everyone. I'm back. Um, I think it's kind of like Gar- you, Adolis Garcia. That's funny. Okay. Adolis Garcia also <laughs> deserves to be in that conversation. Um, I think he'll get some MVP votes this season just because he's been one of the more clutch hitters in baseball. Evan Kiermaier has been better. My last spot's clearly going to Mike Trout. It's just, it's Mike. Come on. Come on now. Yeah, it is Mike. Mike, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, for me, it's Mike Trout as well. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to a fan vote, and Mike Trout's going to get the nod over Kevin Kiermeyer. I don't know, Sorry, man. Brad. It's going to be close. I think Kevin I think Kevin, but Kevin has the fans' hearts, man. <laughs> He's got really nice eyes. I know, man. It's like put a – it's a really good pearly shade of blue. Yeah, put him on a magazine, man. All right, what's I next? I think he probably is. I don't, don't want to keep going down this path. I'm, I, I, I'm uncomfortable. Steph, can you comment about his eyes, please? Steph, I, I, I'm not commenting please on his it, eyes. No. Steph, please, let's do a comparison. Mike Trout's eyes or Kevin Kiermaier's eyes? Who are you taking for the All-Star? Man, I think I got to take Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah, okay. All right, there it is. All right, he's taking it. Write that down, write that down. I'm okay. putting that under eyes. <laughs> okay. Kevin Kiermaier. Okay, ALDH. Jordan Alvarez. Cool. Oh, um, nope. It was, it was, Wait, it's, what? Uh, it's it's Masataka Yoshida. Yeah. Oh, no, I just okay. One up okay. Yeah. There's there's only one name. Brad, I, I unironically well, there's two wrote... names, but one of them's also a pitcher. So <laughs> I unironically wrote Shane McClanahan. So <laughs> let's just let, let's use that as a segment into the pitching. I think Shanae. Um. Wait. Are we gonna do it in order where the first yeah, pitcher is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because this is tough. This this was this really one tough. was this is the one that stumped that. me the most. You mentioned. I think it's between. I, I think it's between for me at least, Shanae and Sonny Gray. Um, that's who it that came was down. Not to who me. my other one. Nah, was. my other um, one's Nathan Yavaldi. Nathan Yavaldi has taken over that rotation and has really made it seem like they didn't even need Jacob Degrom this whole time. Um, and another point to that. Ivaldi in 11 starts, 74 and a third. Sonny Gray in 11 starts, 60 and a third. Shane McClanahan in 12 starts, 69 and two thirds innings pitched. Uh, Sierra, which is like a skill independent I ERA. Uh, it's kind of like a mesh between ERA and FIP. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Ivaldi has the best of those three. I will say Nathan Yavaldi is doing his best snatty impre- impersonation. He is going very deep into games. He's been very efficient. And I, I, that was something I was worried about coming into the season just because of the, his previous injury history. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I kind of ignored the fact that that going deep into games does provide value. Um, in terms of dominance, <laughs> in, ter- in terms of dominance, I think Shane is the clear Cy Young uh, pick here. But I don't think we can 
you know, predict here. This is all-star voting. You can, you have to look sheerly at current results, and I believe that was my mistake. I think Nathan Yavaldi, with the stats that have happened so far, is the Cy Young. But I think looking forward, I think it's still Shane. I but, think I don't think it's sustainable for Yavaldi, but it's still been a great season. Yeah, I think I'm going to have Nathan as my as my starter. So that that gives our three guys out of the way. We have Sonny Gray, Shane, and Nathan. Stevs, are you on that path? Do you have do you have all three of those guys? Yeah. Okay. Now the last two, Brad. Start us with number four. All right, we wait, Stevs. Who is your number one? Uh, I I I I was flip flopping between McClanahan and Ovaldi as well. And after your discussion, I'm going to go with Ovaldi. Yeah, good job, Nathan Ovaldi. You have upset Garrett Cole. Um, that wasn't very difficult for you to do. Oh, yeah. He kind of had a really awful May. Yeah, Garrett didn't make my list. Did he make yours? No. Okay, good. Thank goodness. Okay. Um, so who did we have next on the list? Okay. Uh, teammate of Sonny Gray. Yeah. The Joe yeah. Ryan Express. Stabs you with us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This last one was open for discussion. Um, yes. I went with Framber Valdez. Um, and I feel like, Brad, are you? Framber? Does you take a deep breath? What's going on? I, I did not. Only, only because I needed Shohei Otani on my team, and I refused to not have him on there. So I put him in as my last starting pitcher. I want to give some honorable mentions out. Uh, obviously, Hunter Brown deserves an honorable mention. 100%. Kevin Gossman, if he didn't no, Kevin Gossman. Games, Brad. No, it, um, Kevin Gossman definitely deserves Ke- to be. Kevin, Kevin Gossman, uh, yes. if he doesn't give up eight runs every 10 games, he, his ERA <laughs> wouldn't be so ballooned. Um, also, yeah, George, uh, Kirby, George Kirby, I saw an interesting stat uh, that he was one of the best uh, control pitchers uh, to this point, and I, I truly believe that he will. I, 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 I've been predicting his breakout for a while. I don't know if this is necessarily his, quote, breakout season that I expected, but he's still been very effective. I think he's going to start taking over games in the future. Uh, not not to mention quite yet, though. So our only carryover from last month was Sonny Gray. Last month really? it was Garrett Cole was the A's, Shohei Otani, Luis Castillo, Jacob deGrom, and Sonny Gray. So, I mean, Castillo had a bit of a tumble, but he honestly worked back from it pretty pretty well, and he's looked pretty good in his last, I think, five. The five Mariners starts. don't look good as a team, and that really kind of, the, recently they've been playing pretty well. Yeah, they've been playing better. Their offensive unit has been very inconsistent when when um obviously Julio Rodriguez. I was looking at his stat line. He's gone two for four in his last like eighteen games in a row. Yeah, <laughs> like he's 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 clawing his way back, which makes me happy. But while Julio Rodriguez is clawing back. Jared Kelnick is now slumping. It's like they can't get this all going at the same time. When Kelnick was breaking out, Julio Rodriguez was going 0 for 15. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez couldn't hit a ball to start the season. If if all the cylinders were firing at the same time, this Mariners team would look a lot scarier. But it seems like one person wants to take over per game. And it's not like everyone's working together at the same time. Even even Big Dumper has these breakout games where everyone else is going 0 for 20. It's it's interesting to see. There might be talking? like two 90-win teams that just missed the playoffs in the AL. That's it's possible. the AL. It's, it's, that's yeah. It's definitely top heavy. You know, when you got teams like the Royals and the Athletics in the same it's league, ten competitive teams in the AL Central and the Athletics. Yeah, I agree with Brad. Uh, we were so Brad and I were talking about them last episode, and I was like, everything kind of runs through Julio Rodriguez, and if he's kind of firing, then I feel like the rest of the Mariners are going to slowly kind of fire as well. Possible June prediction? Will he be on this possible. team? Possible. I think so, because, I mean, the way he's been hitting, I mean, he's gotten 
I mean, I, I'll check this. I'll check the game log. But going going two for four every night for a good week and a half straight is, is pretty hard to do. Um, and I mean, he, is he still playing good defense out there? Yeah, he's still stealing bases. I believe he's. I think he's got 10, 10 right now. Ten home runs, ten stolen bases. That's not mm-hmm. going to be a. It's probably not a 30-30 season for him, uh, like we predicted. But I think he could definitely reach that 20, 20, 25, 25 maybe. But mm-hmm. he's definitely heating up. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, no, I think he he has a, definitely a good chance to be on this team. And then we got to go to the closer. And my closer is not a closer. It is Yanir Cano yep. of the Baltimore Orioles. And then the second spot is his teammate. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay Yanir Cabo. Uh, Cano. And then, Steve, what you, what you have for the last one? Okay. The wait, last wait, one was difficult. The last one was difficult. Which is why I'm putting it on you guys to say it. Nope. <laughs> Tom first. <laughs> It's backfired. There's 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 three Seattle guys who have been really good, and I feel like it's one of the three of them. I just don't know which one. I agree. I didn't want to be lame. So what I didn't you... go with them. I didn't go with one of them. Oh god, Brad went, picked uh Brad, let me get let me guess Brad's. Did you pick did you pick Lange? Yeah. Turtleneck. Oh, I know I know Brad so well. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I, Turtleneck. I definitely a good argument. I think he'll be a good trade piece. Do you think he'll be a good is he too young for a trade He's, piece? Second year, there's no reason to trade him. Got to get rid of him. The Giants need him. The Giants need him. Please. <laughs> third year, sorry. Um, I'm going to go Trevor Gott. A little bit of a breakout from him. Obviously, yeah. there's a guy like Paul Seawald who's probably, you know, more of a, a big name that you remember. But Trevor Gott, you know, out of, out of left field, has taken the third spot in the All-Star game. Stez, where are you at? I said Paul Seawald. Yeah, it's just fair. All right, someone's <laughs> – Hold up. Okay. I, I'm what giving it to Alex Lange. Of the, of the two that you guys said, I'm giving it to Alex Lange. Yeah. yeah. I'll give Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. All I'm right, satisfied right, with that. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I, I'm not letting my Giants bias come through when we're talking about the NL, but we have I, to do AL MVP. Oh, that's rookie. right. Okay. Okay. Um, Tom first. Okay. Uh, Aaron Judge MVP. Yeah. Um, and as for, as for, the rookie of the year brad really wants to go with this guy but i'm gonna i'm gonna go against him just because i want to go against him um never mind i'm going yinder cano i, I can't yep. do it, 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 it. stabs are you judge for mvp i don't know i'm still just i just don't know who i want to go with no, it says that, no this isn't this isn't predictive this isn't predictive this is purely stats based i know and i don't know He's who i want to go the with. best nope who's who's this competition who's yeah i don't know because I just don't, I just don't want to pick Judge again. <laughs> it, judge I, is very boring. But... Hmm? Uh, got and it. Rookie of the year is also Cano. Okay. Okay. I think I think it's a clean sweep, Cano and Judge. I I think that's probably consensus. Brad, are you are you against Judge? No, I voted for Judge. Okay. There's judge. no there's no one else. Yeah, there really isn't. Judge is judge, He's doing the thing again. I hate this guy. Steves, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell a deep sigh. <laughs> he knows what he has to do. Say it, Stavis. But does he have the strength to do it? I already said it. I didn't hear you say it, Steve. You got to say, say it, it a little louder. The judges MVP. Yeah, there it is. All right, I voted for fatigue, man. I don't like it. Ah, you gotta. Uh, you just gotta Stevs. All I right, Na- National League. Uh, oh, also, after we have to figure out National League eyes. Yeah, uh, Kevin Kiermaier took the. Who has the best eyes in baseball? What? That's not, there's no way anything pops up. I no. If something pops, who has up, the best eye? No, 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 no. I want Max like Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer wins eyes. No, oh, that but, might, maybe, maybe. 
It's a dual yeah. threat. Yeah. Yes. Who has like who has like piercing blue eyes like Kevin? Matt Chapman. Sean Murphy. <laughs> Sean. Sean Murphy. Speaking okay. of Sean Murphy, of Sean National Murphy. League catchers. Sean. Stevs. Are you Sean? Yeah, it's Sean. Yeah, okay. Sean. Um, moving on to first base, Brad. Go ahead. Frederick Freeman. Hello. You've had a fantastic May. You've arguably been the MVP of May. Um, if it wasn't for a couple other people just playing more premium positions, you're probably the MVP right now. You are literally in the 100th percentile in expected batting average, the 99th in expected WOBA. Uh, doesn't strike out too much, walks at a respectable rate, doesn't whiff, constant quality at bats. He has played every single game at 1.184 OPS in the month of May. Good job, Friedrich. I don't know how you hit 17 doubles in a single month. He might he might actually finish the season with like 65 doubles. I I, I haven't seen that before. Uh, it seems like his plate adjustment from trying to hit home runs to just hitting a little slap doubles has worked for him pretty well. Um, he's gonna I think he's gonna get the batting title. He might finish. He might lead the league in hits this season again. I think he led last season with 199. Mm. Um, and he's honestly I'm gonna leak this a little early, but he might might be my MVP pick. Um. I think I know. I think Freddie's going to keep accumulating, and, and the fact that he doesn't play bad defense at first base just means that he's going to probably finish up there, especially with the pace he's been on. Especially like now, I think he's changed his style of play with the Dodgers because he doesn't hit that many home runs anymore, but it's translated into like double the amount of doubles. That's what I'm saying. I, I think I think he's going to hit 65 doubles a season and probably 25 home runs, and that's like a very productive season from him. And that's kind of what he did last season too. I think he finished with like 52 doubles or something. I mean, like he's just, he's Freddie. Stevs, are you on the same page as us? Yeah, it's Frederick. Yeah, Frederick. All right. Welcome to the San Francisco Giants. Second base, Tyro Strada. What are your thoughts on that one? Okay. Nice. So it was going to be Nolan Gorman for me, just solely on offense, yeah. but he doesn't qualify. Yeah, which is why. In I second place is Tyro Estrada. And I feel like Stevs, you're gonna to want to pick Luis Arias because he's because he's got oh, the no, high no, no, batting. Pick, oh! I, uh, he's got the high batting average, so it's like <laughs> you know you want to you want to you want to pick Luis Arias. Um, no, but, I picked, I picked Nolan Gorman. I didn't realize he didn't qualify. Okay, I have Nolan Plus, Gorman I elsewhere. I have him elsewhere. So. Me too. Me too. I I honestly like like uh I like no, Nico Horner. Oh my I'm goodness! Gonna, I'm gonna go with Tyro Estrada. Good job. Congratulations, Tom. The Giants aren't completely atrocious. Um, the Giants well, will return, don't worry. Do you want to skip ahead to National League DH real quick? Because we kind of just said who it is. Yeah, it's Nolan Gorman. I had Nolan Gorman. Stevs, you had Nolan Gorman. No, Stevs didn't have Nolan Gorman. I, I do now. It was J.D. Martinez. but That's a good. Nolan Gorman. J.D. Martinez had a really good May. Like, ever right, since he came back from the I.O. Yeah, you complain way too much about J.D. Martinez. You're taking no, it for granted, Brad. Before, no, before injury, he was dick. Yeah, I mean he was pretty bad, but but, but but you complain you complain like you just lost like a superstar in Justin Turner who has been no, pretty, but like yeah. clubhouse. Yeah, but, need, yeah, but he JD, needs a Justin Turner. He hit home run. Okay, all right, shortstop. Where are you guys at? The on third base. Oh, wait, we're gonna we go okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seventy-nine. Okay, one, okay so one, 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 third one, base, one, one. third base. I had another giant, um, JD Davis. I had JD Davis as my third baseman. Um, what does just, JD stand for? Just uh, John Derrick. Balls. Just yeah. do it. That's what I'm right there with you, Stevs. 
Um, there, there's no I. There's no I in just in JD. It, it's it's uh in parentheses. Oh. Okay. Brad, where are you at on this one? I'm also at JD Davis, but Jonathan Gregory. What? Greg. I don't think you guys are okay. So that's where you at. Wait, Jonathan Greg. What? <laughs> I don't think this is checking out. No, it's Jonathan Gregory Davis, JD. If you search yep. up JD Davis, it says about Jonathan Gregory, JD Davis is an American professional third baseman for the San Francisco maybe, Giants. Maybe I think literally JD, like Jonathan. Dude, it's Jonathan, Jonathan Davis Davis. Davis Davis, yeah. Davis, yeah. Davis squared. Two Davis. That's probably what it was. Well, it yeah. probably was like growing up, they were probably like maybe another John. Maybe so it's like, like, we call it, like, so like your Stevs. Like your Stev Stevs. Yeah, no, no. Like, it's, like my game. it's like my James, so it's JD. No. Okay. Matthew uh, James. I was, I was also there. I agree with it. it's JD Davis. Ah, but I didn't let Giants the Nats bias win. Giants take because over. Geimer leads in war, but is terrible in everything else. Yeah. yeah. Shortstop. Okay, this one was a bit interesting. We have last month's Xander Bogarts and Dansby Swanson. Um, I mean, I put Dansby um this it's is a no pretty fun it's a pretty mediocre uh you know list of people here yeah especially when you consider that shortstop in the national league is pretty stacked or you'd think yeah i mean willie adamas is out for how i don't know how long he's out he's on for. the seven day um john birdie has yeah, more war this season than trey turner just want to put that out there john birdie trey turner um dude look, look who's under trey turner cj abrams uh getting getting the uh reps right there my goodness. Just oh man, that's hard to look at. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean I'm going, I'm going, uh going Dansby. Brad, where are you at on this one? Don't say something weird. You can go first. Oh hey, Dansby. He's got everything you want. He's got offense, a little lackluster, got defense, not lackluster. He's good at baseball. I don't know what you want from your shortstop. Oh, at, brother, this guy under the hood. If you look under the hood at Xander Bogarts. He does not look very good. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's Dansby. Um, Only bright spot in the Chicago Cubs. I did have like a genuine, like back and forth to myself about it. I did go with Dansby. Defense is slightly worse. Offense is slightly better, but he wasn't absolutely poo in May. And that was kind of big. Like if you had two guys with the same exact stat lines completely across the board, but one was like fantastic for one month and bad for the other. I'm taking the one who is more consistent. Um, and also Xander Blogarts has really heavy platoon splits. Yeah. Yeah. So good job, Dansby. You did it. (laughs) 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 Um, so then we go to outfielders. We probably have, uh, an MVP candidate and a big rebound candidate. So Tom, Tom, you want to talk about the rebound? Uh, Juan is on the list. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think anything that's not the best player in the league is a disappointment for me for Juan, and I, it's, it's just annoying. I, I don't know. He's still just not doing what I expected him to do, but, I mean, that's that's fine. You know, do your thing, Juan. Um, I think Juan and Ronald are, are clear locks. I think the third spot's up for some conversation, but I went with a rookie. Uh, I don't know if you guys are on the same page as me. Steph, go ahead and tell me you're, you're starting three in the outfield. Uh, I went Soto, Betts, and Acuna. Okay, Brad. I like so, Corbin Carroll. He was he was fourth on my list. I went with Carroll. I went with Carroll as my last guy. See, I'm still on the fence right now, and now I have to be the deciding vote. Okay. Yeah. You, Cor- you Corbin have, was four. 
you each have 30 seconds. Convince me. Corbin Dodgers. Carroll, speed. Um, better bat. Um, wait, what, what, what are we trying to do? You're pitching Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll has negative defensive war. Mookie Betts does not. Better Which positions Woba. do they play? Brad, better Woba, I, exact same WRC plus, slightly right faster. They're pretty, they're pretty much the same bat with one has more speed, and that provides more value to a team. Ah. Like, they literally have the exact same WRC plus. That's kind of ironic. Um, plus, Corbin Carroll has a higher batting average. I know you don't care about that, but. It's they're they're, uh, they're very similar right now to me, but they are literally look look under the hood, Brad. They're like pretty much similar, except under the hood, Corbin Carroll is slightly worse. Okay, they have the exact same offensive WAR. Betts is above average defensively, 0.4 more WAR. Nice. Does, I might. Does, okay. Do steals go under offensive WAR, or where do they come? Where, where uh, are they... Base running. So so you can't see that. I can. Corbin oh. has one. He has three point two BSR. Yeah. Um, it's also, if you want to take a little bit of under the hood, right. Or also above bets, walks more strikes out less. He, they played the same amount of games, but he has about 30 more plate appearances and the expected Woba, which again, isn't exact results, but it is something he has done. Like, I feel like this is a situation we're going to like expected stats is kind of is justifiable, yeah. and I think that goes to Mookie Betts for me. Boring, boring, L, L, stupid. Okay, Stevens wins. Um, I mean, I guess that can answer who our National League Rookie of the Year is. Corbin. Yeah, go team. <laughs> um, I think you guys both had him. Oh no, Stevens yeah. had him. Tom and I, I had yeah, Jordan I Walker, and he's now back. Yeah, he just got called back he's, up. He's back. Um, I hope that goes well for him. The Cardinals ruined him. I we already I don't know. I still don't understand why they sent him down. Uh, because they oh, wanted him to work on something. And then this article comes out and he was saying, Yeah, the thing they wanted me to work on was not working on anything at all. <laughs> what yeah, no, 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 that literally said that. He literally said that St. in the article. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, that's pitching development at its finest, even though he's a hitter. Okay. Pitchers, ace, same conversation as last month. Is there a new winner? I mean, I it was between Zach Allen and Spencer Strider for me. Yep. I think in terms of dominance, it's Spencer Strider. I think in terms of value, it's Zach Allen. But I think, I think dominance kind of takes over when it comes to All Star voting. So I think Spencer Strider would be the starter on the mound, and I also think he's going to win the Cy Young. I, I, what do you guys have? It's Matt? so difficult. Because I have a bias, and I want people to make the full run from, like, beginning to end. And right yeah. now, that's Zach Allen. I just I, – I don't know, man. I feel like he's going to be dethroned here. I, I There's a couple Says, where were you? Well, I was Strider last month, and now I'm Gallon this month. What so. the heck happened? I like um, Gallon. More consistency. No, I mean – no, no yeah. not at all, actually. I, I mean yeah. – I mean, Strider's kind of been roughed up in his past three starts by his standards. It, by, by, but his standards are so high. It's like... I mean, by most starters' standards, allowing four runs, four runs. And he had a 401 ERA in May after a 180 in April. What, a, what was Gallon's May ERA? It was a 334. So neither were fantastic. 
Spencer Strider's already at 100 strikeouts on the year. Damn, it was difficult again. If Spencer Strider strikes out 290 batters, he's going to be the Cy Young. I mean, and, and he's already at what is it? Let me check the strikeout rate on this guy. I mean, it's, Four, it's he's at like 41 percent. So it, it, it's it's not very close. I think he was on pace Strider. for he's on pace for 308. If I did my math correctly. I mean, he's literally the most dominant pitcher in baseball right now, and I think he's going to continue that. The way the way his um, strikeout rate is 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 uh, put on the board, at least it seems like he will be the the easy favorite here. I will say he does get he's a victim to the long ball a good amount this year, uh, by his standards. More, more so than more so than others. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got guys like Clayton Kershaw who give up a home run every nine innings. But yeah, Spencer Strider. If you compare that to Zach Gallon, obviously, uh, I think, I'm, I think Zach I'm going. Gallen... I'm no. going Strider. Okay, that's because, okay. Gallon has the lower FIP and the lower ERA, but Spencer Strider has nearly a whole point of Sierra lower. His called strike plus whiff percentage is elite. It's at 35.9, basically 36 percent, almost 15 strikeouts per nine, which would set the record. He just doesn't throw enough innings. It's kind of like my big knock on him. Um, but I'm going to go Strider. Strider. Okay. okay so is that Gallon and Spencer Strider? Well, and um, then the other one is Zach Gallon for two. Good job, yeah. Zachary. Um, I put Justin Steele on my list. I don't know if he – how long is he out for? Is he actually, like, going to be messed up? I don't know. I, I haven't looked at what his injury is. Did it come out? It's, it's an elbow MRI. I'm worried about it. Yeah, he's probably done. Um, does that, does that make him invalid or no, he, he, I just don't have him on my list. Steve, where are you at on it? Uh, it said forearm tightness. 16 hours ago is forearm tightness for Justin Steele. Is that why he exited the game? It was like, is that why he said is just that like 16 hours ago, bleacher, bleacher nation said, Justin, there's a guy, I swear to God, if you pick this guy, I'm going to, I'm going to jump off the building. Don't say it. There's a guy that I know you just like a lot, and and I he's just not good. He's not having okay. It, it, please tell me you didn't pick Zach Wheeler. No, 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 no. Thank he's God. got a three sixty ERA. That's what I'm saying. I, I knew you're gonna you're gonna look at warning. You're gonna try and convince you the Saber metrics that a three sixty ERA is is somehow in that conversation. No, because it's what's happened, not he, what's going to happen. Like, give me a month, probably on this list. Pro- probably. Um, I. I'm letting the Giants come through again, baby. Yeah, we'll put Logan, Logan Webb. Webb on here. Yeah. Stevs, did you have Logan Webb? Uh, he was one of the three names that I kind of had around, like, in my five spot. So I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Um, um, so we each, I feel like we all have different pitchers on here. Uh, my last pitcher might be Universal. Uh, Mitch Keller. Is that oh, come up on your list? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Stevs? Um, so it's where you uh, I threw Kershaw in there because I didn't have him last month. He, he had a bit of a rough month. He had a bit of a he stinker. Did. But he's still up there in war. He doesn't look terrible. So, um, And, and he Mitch has Keller, the name Mitch value. Keller better. Okay. You I had Justin Steele. I think yeah. Stevs and I might be on the same page on this. I, I don't understand. Oh. How? Oh, okay. If we're talking about things that have happened... How do neither of you have Bryce Elder? He's thirteenth in WAR. I mean, it, it, it doesn't he, matter. I, I get he, I get the ERA, 
but he doesn't he doesn't strike people out. He obviously the expected are bad, but that's okay. Not what we're if you are looking at no. what has happened this season, he has a 192 ERA. It doesn't matter. Is, is really is limiting runs the only thing that matters to you? Because I think the, these guys, the oh, if you're thinking about what's going to get a vote, uh, I think strikeouts are the number one thing that gets votes. Then probably the number one thing that gets votes. It is Bryce. Bryce suck. I I had Bryce on my list initially, and then I, I booted him off. Because we don't like, like he was. He if was, I was voting Cy Young, I wouldn't vote him top five right now, because I would use a lot more expected stats. But I'm not allowed to do that for this. Um. Again, I'd be comfortable with him on the list as well. Like the, for me, I mean, I you guys not, both voted Justin Steele, so it goes I, would not, Justin I, Steele. I would not be comfortable with. I, I outlawed Bryce Elder. Okay. So why is this a ital- Oh, because this one last month was the italicized Clayton Kershaw. Okay. Um, yeah. so just see, all right, we got a couple more, Justin Keller. Yes. Okay. Um, national league closer. So this one was a little more difficult than I thought, but hold on. Um, so who I had as my number one guy, I had Alexis Diaz. I, I feel like, is that, is that, is that universal? Is that, I had that guy as my reliever, the Brad, don't look at me like that. David. <laughs> David. I knew you're at, I knew it's gonna I literally almost <laughs> said David. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's not David. It's not it's, it's David, not. Tom. It's David. He's not. What it's, makes him better? Everything. ERA um, or hold up. Let me pull it up. Better FIP. FIP is not a sabermetric stat, so better case per nine. David okay. just refuses to walk people, but Alexis Diaz yeah. has not given up a home run yet. Okay, he's Diaz. That It'll come sense. at some point. And he'll, point know, to it. he'll point up and be like, there it is. It's Brad, a routine pop Brad, fly. Brad, fly ball. You, Brad, you're forgetting. This is solely results-based. I know. Okay. Okay. ERA is lower. The FIPS are kind of comparable. If I checked expected ERA, I think Bednar's was lower. Let's see. He doesn't walk people, which is something Diaz does all of the time. But he doesn't – my guy doesn't give up home runs, which is a lot more damaging than a home than a walk. He's and allowed, Bednar barely strike gives up out, home The strikeout rate is a lot higher. Okay, if he doesn't allow home runs, your your argument is he doesn't allow home runs, but he still has a higher ERA, and they're more damaging. David Sucknar. <laughs> that is <laughs> argument. No, there it is. Okay. Story. Just uh, I'm looking at David Bednar's percentiles right now, and every single one is red besides curveball spin. I mean, so is so is Alexis Diaz. I'm pulling Alexis up Alexis Diaz. Diaz. Diaz, is, Diaz Alexis is, is too. But there's uh, the hard hit is lower. Walk percentage in the 16th percentile, which is rut row raggy. Wait, what is what is Bednar's chase and, and strikeout and whiff percentage? The the the, uh, line, the, uh, the three the three big ones, K balls, whiff. 96, 198. Okay. I, I'm pleased. I'm pleased with this. This is all I needed to hear. Okay. Dave. Dave yeah. Bednar. I hate Dave, this guy. Dave Bednar, that was the repeat. Alexis Diaz is still on the list. Yeah, he's number two. He's it was still, one A and one B. Absolutely incredible. But and then and then Josh Hader probably yep. right. I want to put yep. Camilo Doval because he leads the league league in saves, but he's he accidentally gave up a run the other day, so that that just uh put him out of contention. He would have been he, he would have been. It was a mistake, Stevs. He didn't mean to give up a run. I don't think anyone I, intends to give up a run. Uh, Madison Bumgarner kind of yeah, did Madison in like Bumgarner his last two did. years. Yeah, that's ah, fair, but at least he was on the Giants. <laughs> uh. I. Yeah. Okay. 
Hold on, Stavs. One second. Um, Field of all. MVP. Okay. This is where we're going to begin to argue. Let mm-hmm. me let me give it to Brad for the tiebreaker. Stevs, I I know I know you definitely picked Acuna. Did you pick Acuna? Yeah. Boring, boring. Freddie MVP. Brad, you tiebreaker. Don't say it too fast. Think about it for a second. Say it too fast. Think about mm-hmm. it for a second. The issue no. is, Freddie. I wouldn't have voted for either. What? Ooh. It would have been Sean Murphy that I voted for. Is he on pace to have like a Buster Posey type? I don't think, but Buster yeah, Posey, Buster Posey's MVP season was like one right of now. Best. He's expected to have a 409 Woba, which as a catcher is fantastic. He's expected to be better than just that. Acuna has really fallen off, fallen off with a 960 OPS. Um, still leading the league in stolen or second in the league in stolen bases. He is not on pace for 40 40 anymore. Still a really good season. Murphy walks the most of the three. Uh, Acuna strikes out the least of the three. So let me let me put this out there. Freddie Freeman, um, I stand corrected, is having a, a pretty bad defensive season. He's a negative 5.1 defensive war. Uh, Freddie has the best offensive war in the entire league. And as a first baseman, you definitely need that to win over some votes. But the fact that Freddie Freeman, despite having worse defense and playing first base, has a higher war than a catcher with great defense says a lot about the MVP conversation. Right but you now, also right? have to Freddie- think about where they're hitting in each lineup, right? Freddie Freeman's going to have the opportunity to provide a lot of value to teams because if he gets on base in the two hole, right? Acuna's leading off, so he's not going to have the opportunity to move runners around a ton. That plays into war, creating runs. Like he'll create his own run, but he's not creating more opportunities by moving I runners mean, over. Sean Murphy's hitting in the four or five hole every night. Freddie Freddie might 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 finish a season with a eleven hundred OPS and a three fifty batting average while having this WRC plus at one seventy. It's 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 the best hitter in the league. And the only thing that, that bats him down for me is the fact that he has negative five war defensively. The thing that bats him down for me is he's a first baseman. Is yeah. Like... I, I mean, and he's done it before he's won the MVP before. Yeah. Uh, that was in a bit of a, a little bit of a Mickey mouse type of season. Okay. But I think this is, this is one of the, like, if you want to win MVP as a first baseman, you have to have a very, very good offensive season. And I think he's doing just that right now. I, I think he's walking enough. He's not striking out that much. He's doing, he's doing the Freddie thing. He's hitting a lot of doubles. He's going to hit 65 doubles, 25 home runs, WRC plus hovering around the, you know, 170 range. It's going to be like, I don't know. Okay. Who would you rather have though? A first baseman doing that or a catcher at 157 WRC plus in top 10 in every defensive stat, managing a staff like two thirds of every game. Right. And I want you to take this into account, right? John Murphy has played 11 less games than Freddie Freeman and has 0.1 less war. Well, that's also the catcher position. When but you I'm play saying defense, when you play defense in the catcher's position, I mean the fact that he has 10.3 defensive WAR, he's a lot. One of the best defensive catchers in baseball right now. He's arguably the Gold Glove. I, I think he's not arguably. I think he is the Gold Glove because the only other guy that that goes against him is probably Jonah Heim, who is not in his. But league. they're in a different league. That's yeah. what that's what I'm saying. He's not even competition. So I think he's clearly the the Cy Young. Ah, Steph, ah would you I'm like losing. to pitch? Uh, if you're asking me between to pick between Freddie Freeman and Sean Murphy and picking Sean Murphy. But what about you pitching Acuna? Acuna, I just, I mean, look at his, look at, look at his percentiles. They're, everything's pretty much better. I can give you, his defense is abysmal, uh, but I, I, he gives you everything you want from your offense, especially from the leadoff spot. He does everything you need. I, I don't, I don't see a way you don't pick. I think a 324 average as a leadoff hitter is, is, 
really I mean, good. To that point, Freddie Freeman's hitting 346. Yeah. Yes, but Freddie sucks. <laughs> I I think I think I'm kind of I'm kind of amused how Acuna's kind of changed his career around, similarly to Freddie Freeman in the sense that he's walking also, more and striking out significantly less while still retaining some of that power. I think if I were to switch my vote, it'd be to Acuna just because of the adjustments he's made seemingly late in his career, not late in his career, but like mid middle of his career, changing from a, a guy that would strike out half the time and hit a bunch of home runs to now being a you right. know, contact speed guy. So Acuna on the base path is absolutely incredible. Like he's probably one of the best. He's Brad, definitely top. We're going to make you, you have to move. I'm not going to move. Cause Steph said his, no, Steph said his number two. Okay. My, if I had to vote, right. We see. Okay. Yeah. Do your top three. I'd go okay. look. Oh, also, a crazy thing all of these guys in the past two years have been Braves. Thought I'd just point that out. Exactly. Um, Murphy, Acuna, Freeman. That's my one, two, three. Tom, yeah, who's Acuna, your one, two, three? Murphy, Freeman. Okay, so that averages so out to and Tom's Freeman, Acuna, Murphy. So it'd be yeah. Acuna. Would it? Wait, are we... yeah, because it's two, two second place Acuna votes and a first place yeah. Acuna vote. So it's a that Brad one yes. kills me. And so it would go Acuna, Murphy, Freeman, right? That's how the vote would end yes. up. Murphy's pretty good, though, Stavs. <laughs> Tom, do you want to swap to Murphy? I mean, Murphy only has 0. .001 less Woba, despite being a catcher and the same amount of home runs. I... Sean Murphy does strike out a whole lot more, though. I don't know. Give me one to two business days. And he also has one, one less WRC plus. It's like the same person, except for one's just a catcher. With elite defense. With elite defense, but not elite speed on the base. They, they cancel out entirely. It's such it's hard, it's so hard to compare a center fielder and a catcher. He's not a center give fielder, me, though. He's a right give me, fielder. Give me, give me Sean Murphy. Give me Sean. I'll take Sean. I'm gonna walk away for a minute now. I just made the hardest decision of my life. <laughs> wow. That would be the first catcher MVP since Buster Posey did it in 2012. Yeah. All right. No, good job, no Sean. One, no one, no one's ever doing a Buster Posey type season ever again. Was it that no good one. of a season? He put up like 10.5 WAR. It was. It Judge was actually, put up 11 last year. That, but Brad, that was one of the best MVP seasons of all time. That, like, that was like the best of all time. Now, I mean, hitting 62 home runs. Also, the Yankees are cheaters. We, we know this. We do know that. Let's see. And his bat was. It's literally what Sean Murphy's on pace for right now. Yeah, but he maintained it for not 46 games and actually a whole season. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Anyways, Sean Murphy also wins best eyes in the National League because no one no. gave up. All right, who's your contender? No. Actually, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, give, me, give me one second, one second, one second. Hold on. Um, I stand by my Max Scherzer pick. Okay, Steph okay. stands by Max Scherzer. I will root for Sean Murphy. Uh, I would have said Paul Goldschmidt, but the way he was looking at me in his profile picture, I changed my mind. I'll go Sean Murphy. Uh, All righty. Sean uh, Murphy will bring home three pieces of gold. Good for him. Um, if you have enjoyed, please consider leaving a rating review, sharing with a friend. I do always enjoy these episodes. We will be back at the beginning of next week on Tuesday with another episode, chopping it up about something that happened in baseball over the past couple of days. Uh, next time we'll have awards will probably be one month from today, one month from yesterday with april may june and two days in march so appreciate you listening we'll see you all next time on the four baseball podcast peace